0: Welcome to the Global Watch prayer podcast. Thank you for joining us as we build community in prayer to empower the church from local expressions to global connections. For more information and resources on the Global Watch,
1: visit theglobalwatch.com. Yes, we want to welcome you everybody. This is a special call for the, this is the Global Watch and this is a special call that we have not, this is the first of many that we're going to be doing. This is especially for people who have just signed up for The Watch since January. And we want to welcome everybody who is on the call, who is in that category. And I want to welcome you to The Global Watch. This is a great, if I do say so myself, we are Susan and Fred Rao, we're the founders, and, and God is moving. It's great because not because of us, but because God is really had a tremendous hand in developing this and making this what it is. And uh, the great news is that you all get to be a part of the story. You get to be a part of what God is doing. It's, this is definitely a participatory ministry, and uh, and we are happy because of all the technology that we're able to have live Zoom calls daily or several times a day. Uh, all from people participating all around from all around the world and it's just an amazing thing as you may already have experienced but there is you'll experience it here that the it's not just informational the anointing the presence of God comes across on on video and it's quite remarkable Susan would you like to uh, welcome people and then we'll start off with worship and then we'll get into the details of what would you want to talk about?
2: Yeah, I want to really welcome everybody to our first meet and greet. We'll be doing these periodically throughout the year to welcome some of you who are new to the watch and, and some of you who are on the watch, but want to learn about our basic foundations. And the reason we're doing this is because if we lose sight of our prophetic foundations, we can easily get off track these days. And if you look at Israel as an example, they've lost their vision and they've lost their prophetic history. And we've got to restore those, those foundations because that's where the voice of God speaks. And God does nothing unless he announces it to the prophets. We believe firmly in that and moving prophetically forward. What I'd like to do is have somebody open this up. Oh, I know Uli. Can you get on and open us up in prayer? Uli is from Hernhut, which is one of our prophetic land
3: yes lord i thank you for the opportunity to meet and greet on this call and first of all we want to meet with you lord and we we greet each other in your name yeshua but we welcome you holy spirit we welcome your presence in our midst as we know that you are the ones to connect us in the spirit to connect hearts and your kingdom is made of relationships and I pray that even on this call relationships will be fostered to help advance your kingdom in your precious name Yeshua amen
2: amen amen so we're going to take a few deep breaths and for you who are new I hope you're thinking about questions to ask us But we're going to just do a little bit of worship first, and then we'll go into the main deal. Here we go. Let's open up in prayer. Jenny, would you like to open us up again in prayer? I know Uli gave us something, but Jenny from Australia, let's do that and we'll get on with this.
4: Father, we just thank you so much. We thank you For the Global Watch Father, I first met Sue and Fred in I think 2011 and 2012, and what an enriching journey this has been in my life. And I know all others that belong to Global Watch, Father, all that you're doing in Global Watch. We are a family. We are. We care about each other. We uphold each other. We walk together. Lord, this whole sense by the power of your Holy Spirit that you've been knitting us together over the years and so we thank you lord for the new members that are coming into the global watch and we bless them we say we welcome you as a family we open the door and we welcome you into global watch and we look forward to lord getting to know these people that are just beginning to join us on the journey we're so looking forward to getting to know them father and we bless you lord in jesus
2: name amen
1: amen amen. Susan, do you want to, do you want to have, you have a few introductory comments that you want to make? This
2: is an important session. We're praying that this is, helps you to, as new members or new signups, new joiners to the global family. We want to welcome you and thank you for your time today. So Fred, I'm going to turn it right over to you to give us a basic visionary.
1: Yeah. Okay. So we're, um, we were, Susan and I have been involved in prayer ministry for several decades, (laughs) But the Global Watch started in really in about 2016. And prior to that, for the decade prior to that, we had been involved in our nation in the United States of, in, in ministry. And we had had conferences like many people have and, and brought in great prophetic voices and, and people who could instruct and lead and guide us in prayer. However, we found that there was What was lacking in all of that, and the presence of God would come as people would come to these events. What was lacking was relationships. People would come to the events and be listening to the speaker and be gleaning from the speaker, which was great, but people did not, we're not developing relationships with each other. And the Lord really basically told us you have to develop your prayer ministry based on relationships. And so we, at that point in 2006, we stopped having these big conferences with big name speakers and just developed person-to-person a prayer ministry that was based on uh, on relationships with each other. And, And that the relationships were just as important as the things that we were praying for. So that was the attitude by which we came into the prayer ministry in 2016 and Sue, do you want to do you want to give a little bit of a history of that
2: oh sure and just taking along with what fred says we're just giving surface stuff because behind this, we had have, have had powerful experiences with the lord that have directed us in this in this vision And in 1998, there was a lot of concern towards California prophetically. Rick Joyner came out with some words of concern. And so Peter Wagner's group called us and said, would you mobilize a call to prayer for California? This is back in 1998. And one of the people that came to that convening was Chuck Pierce. Some of you may know him. He's a well-known prophet here. In the united states and he gave a powerful word over california of establishing the watch and oh my goodness the spirit of the lord poured out on that meeting like i have not been in a meeting like that ever since never there were people on their faces overnight in the church and we could all feel the power of god come down and all of us were familiar with in you know, our various streams but what is a watch And anyway, there was a huge flurry of spiritual activity from that gathering. But again, we saw that the lack of relationship helped sustain anything from that. And within a year, everything went silent. And about a year later, we had a fresh encounter with the Lord. And I saw a mantle on the ground in a vision. And the Lord spoke to me clearly. I, he said, pick up the mantle. And we picked it up and I knew what that meant, which was to establish the watch, which we did in our region for 15 years, we stood the watch in our region. And in that time, I'm glad we had that time because now the Lord was grounding us in wisdom and what, how to sustain a corporate setting and all of those things that you learn on the backside of the desert underneath the ground. Anyway, <clears throat> in in October of 2000, this was this is part of our prophetic history now. In October of 2000, I was under a tremendous amount of warfare. And I realize now it probably was because I said yes to the mantle <laughs> to, to do the watch. But anyway, I went into an open vision. And what I saw was two towers explode and collapse to the ground. And out of the clear blue sky, a giant pair of hands came down and picked up the rubble. And when it op- the hands opened, it was Big Ben. And basically, what I saw was a was, is exactly what happened on 9/11 2001. And let me share my screen. I was able to after 9/11 I was able to recreate the open vision. And here it is. And <clears throat> this is the open vision and fast forward to last year uh interesting
1: Susan just explain what's in that picture
2: okay well I can just tell you this open vision completely broke the spiritual paradigm that I was in and the peace of God just flooded my whole spirit and I knew that the Lord well it was like this is not a thank you thank you saw this was like an open vision and it completely took over my my head and with, I didn't know what I saw, but I knew something was happening. And what I, a, a couple of weeks later, I ran across Second Kings eleven in my own private prayer time. And Big Ben is a picture of global time. of it, It's an icon of time. And Second Kings eleven is the story of Athaliah, who had killed all the children of inheritance to maintain her throne. If you look from Second Kings nine to eleven. Practically all the children of inheritance to the throne of David uh, were killed. Jehoram, her husband, killed seventy of his brothers. Athaliah took care of all the children, and but the king, the priests Jehoiada and Jehoshaphat hid baby Jo in the temple for six years. And during that time, they set up the watch in Israel. And that watch saved this last seed of David for Jesus. And I believe that 2 Kings 11, read about it, read it, and read the chapters in front and behind. It's a pivotal chapter in the Old Testament. And what I believe today now, this call to the watch and why it was so powerful when Chuck released that and why we've had these various power encounters is because God is now preparing this globally. He's preparing the watchman to prepare the way for his
1: return. So Susan, let me just take you back a second. So Athaliah, the story of Athaliah, in what's the address on that? Second Kings 11. And Second Kings 11 is highlights in scripture, the importance of the watch. (laughs) Exactly. But you had a vision before 9-11, several months before 9-11, and that picture shows what the vision was, but you have to say what the vision was because you didn't say that what's actually in that picture what did you see I
2: saw two towers collapse a giant pair of hands come down pick up the rubble and when it opened up it was Big Ben
1: yeah and the significance of Big Ben in that is it's a
2: it's an icon
1: of global time okay and so that was a that represented for this that represented what in terms of what was the significance of the time factor
2: I that we were that whatever was coming would reset the dial. I believe for global time, and if you look at 9/11, 9-11 is the time when modern day Islam was introduced to the world. What's really behind it, and the end time narrative was absolutely accelerated yeah. since then.
1: So that was a key point in time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay <laughs> so you can you, you don't have to have the yeah
2: this happened to come to me this last year a dm worker in saudi arabia contacted me because he heard about the open vision he said did you know that over the kaaba in mecca this is the most holy site in islam right here over that over the, since 2006 to 2012 this icon this replica of big ben is now overseeing the most holy site in right, islam yes. Yep. So anyway, I I hope you're getting the picture that we're in an end time call of God. And that in and of itself is enough. But I can tell you that we've had time after time affirmations that this is a call of God for the hour that we are in the watch. He's calling the watchmen to their positions, to their posts. And all of you, I believe, are part of that. So that's a little bit of our prophetic history. There's a little bit more I'd like to just share um, with you. I wish I had this. I'm going back to this picture here. So this is the modern day Mecca, Big Ben icon of global time. We called some people in California back to the watch in 2014 and had a powerful meeting. The next morning, Fred and I went on a prayer drive. I'm going to show you these to try to emphasize the fact that God is in this. But you're not going to believe this. This showed up in front of us as we were on this morning prayer drive, this pillar of fire in the sky. We stopped by the roadside and just watched it. It didn't move. It was just there for about 15 minutes. I was able to have enough sense to try to get a picture of this. It does not do justice to it. But we saw this, this pillar, and as soon as we started moving, the thing lifted and started moving across the sky. This is it, about 20 minutes later, going across the sky. And I felt like afterwards, I'm like, what are you showing us, God? And it, it was basically a simple set. It's time for the vision to go forward. And sure enough, within a year, I was invited to a meeting of a bunch of us, no names. <laughs> And it in the UK, All Nations Christian College, and I had not even spoken about a global watch to anyone until this meeting, and the glor- the Lord said, "Speak it out here," and I spoke it out there. The Spirit of the Lord fell on the meeting. At the de- at the time that I spoke out the vision, people's phones started to buzz. I can't even remember the, all the time trajectory, but it was that very day. That we got the report that Big Ben had ticked ahead seven seconds. You can still read about it in Wikipedia. All that being said, we I want you to grasp the fact that this is not a call. This is not us thinking that we need to fill a need ministry. This is the call of God for the hour that we are in. And that's the emphasis I wanted to make on the prophetic history. But as we've gone forward into this there's been a supernatural thing with the usa watch formation and i believe other nations that are forming their various watches this is a call to a remnant guys right now we're very much root based relationship by relationship why because i believe the time's coming ahead we are going to have to have a level of trust a level of relationship where we can relate well where we can sound the trumpet and know who to go for that's all information right now and every one of you is part of that and of course in researching i can't do i can't do prophecies without biblical foundations and again second kings 11 is a big one but as i researched the bible on the role of the watchman i realized there are three biblical roles of the watchman the first one is the individual call the second is the corporate, and the third is the end time call. Um, And there's scriptures for each one. You can look it up online, but individual call Habakkuk 2, 2, I will stand my watch and set myself on the rampart and watch to see what he will say to me and what I will answer when I am corrected. And that's a daily thing, isn't it, Fred? Yeah. For us, what God intimacy with the lord is critical for watchmen
1: because partly because we have to be watchmen have to be hearing from the lord individually we have to be hearing from the lord for ourselves so this is not a ministry where we have prayer points and we simply pray into the prayer points this is really an important distinction of the watch is that we have to hear be hearing what God is doing because God is doing unprecedented things. There's no precedent for what is happening across our world. And we have to be able to hear clearly spiritually. So that first starts with us individually. So it's not just praying things. It's, it is actually hearing from the Lord. That you're, it's inquiring of the Lord. He says in Jeremiah 33:3, call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things you do not know. And that is part of our it's part of our assignment as watchmen. Yeah. So that's the individual call.
2: And it's important for us to develop that prophetic edge and honestly, we've got to have each other to have that prophetic edge. I th- I believe God's really taking us into a corporate prophetic out of this individual into with into the corporate. So there's the individual call, there's the corporate call. The importance of this corporate call if you really want an understanding of what we're facing today in the body of Christ is that we've lost that acts to a church community that, in, in many ways, in it, I'm not saying individually, but if you look at it across the board, the state of the church, we've gotten silent and solo. In fact, in 2017, Barna did a research study on the state of prayer in the American church. And the title of it was Silent and Solo. And in fact, I was doing my master's work then, and I did a book on this called Unleashed. If you want to get a grip on where we're at biblically and prophetically, I would encourage you to read that because it really relays the foundation of the corporate prayer expression that we must get back into. So watchmen are being called to develop their communities. All of us, some of you are out there alone you're feeling like you're alone but you know what start looking around you to people you can just go out for coffee with and maybe prayer start with us just a chat and then pray with each other it doesn't have to be complicated but that's the beginning of the process of returning us back to that corporate acts church and i'm not again we've got to have that individual un- alignment with the lord but we need that community love god and love one another that's the great commandments and i think the love god all of us on this line we've got that but do we have the community and that i'm going to challenge us all to uh, how can we build that community not only locally but globally it's from local expressions to global connections
1: so that's yeah and that and it's and part of the thing of community that's important is why is community important because The power of agreement is so powerful. And and the power of agreement can be two or three. Matthew 18, it says, if two of you agree on anything uh, in the world, you can, you have, basically you have what you're asking for and God will do it provided that it's within his, it's within his will. We know in part, we prophesy in part, but when we're coming together corporately and we're sharing what the Lord is saying to us individually, and we're sharing that the Lord is develops a corporate expression of the prophetic. And that is very powerful. And that's we're absolutely believing that that's part of where God is taking the prophetic yeah. in the days ahead. He's taking it from the big name individual prophets who have contributed greatly. Yeah. But but he's taking it to the people who are the people who you might not be famous, you've never written a book, you've never spoken before, hundreds or thousands of people but you have a prophetic voice and this is partly the watch is an opportunity to enter into a a an atmosphere and a time when when we can hear from the lord corporately what's happening and we can pray into that and I also wanna
2: say that we're really building the watch on a Nehemiah model where the family stood side by side to build that wall. And they did a fantastic job in 52 days, that wall was rebuilt. The corporate call really is based on Nehemiah 4, 19. Then I said to the nobles, the rulers and the rest of the people, the work is great and extensive and we are separated far from one another on the wall. Wherever you hear the sound of the trumpet, Rally to us there, our God will fight for us. So that that really expresses it. That that's we're basically um, building a, a neutral platform for people to land. Whatever ministry, stream or church you're involved in can be a part of it. You're not going to lose your identity. We want you to keep your identity but help contribute to building the wall. So the model works for those of us, for those of you who are feel like there's no nobody out there. You can land on this and still be a part of the family or whether you're a representative of a big ministry or church or whatever. This is a place where we can convene, begin to build the relationships that are going to be necessary. Honestly, the war ahead of us is going to be tough, but it's going to be glorious as we We build the strength between us all. In fact, we had a call with Russia, the Russia watch last week. The person who leads that was call is was on her back in pain. And we prayed for her. And she just wrote in this in the signal groups how she was healed (laughs) on that watch. And she's now much, much better. She's prayed for other people who have gotten healed. Uh, God knows no boundaries. <laughs> he can use us across the wires mm-hmm. to bring the healings, to mm-hmm. bring the manifestations of God. We were on another call where the power of God just hit us. And it, God's using, he needs to take the cyberspace. Come on. He created it. <laughs> We've invaded it. So come on, let's take it for the kingdom. And by the way, there is an end time call on this. Isaiah 52 8 says, Your watchmen shall lift up their voices. With their voices, they shall sing together, for they shall see eye to eye when the Lord brings back Zion. I don't think Isaiah knew about Zoom, but here we are. (laughs) Here we are. Let's take it. God, you spoke it prophetically. We're going to. We're going to do it. So
1: tell us a little bit. We've talked about the individual call. We've talked about the corporate call. Tell us about the end time call of the watchman and why it's important to be yeah. looking at the end times.
2: Oh, yeah. The end time. That's a, that's a big question for me. I'll try to keep it very short. When you start talking about the end times. It's like revival for me, not because of any big factors, but because the big story if we don't know the big story in these difficult times we will lose heart but in the end time study there is a glorious story that god is unfolding i i spent uh i felt like the lord spoke to me early on in the role of the watchman about the end times so about five years ago i i hop started their end time study group which i was they didn't start it but They started an intense study of it of 150 chapters, which over three years, which I just took. They've got the school of the messenger now as well. And what I appreciate about the is how they emphasize the glory of God. And it worked. (laughs) The seeds are in me. (laughs) And I want to relay to you that there is no fear to be a watchman in the end times because. We know the story and we're heralded, we're seeing the things unfold that portray the timing of the Lord. And I do believe we are seeing the end-time narrative unfold very clearly. And for as much as we know, we won't know the specific time, but He God did show us and declare that, that we would know the seasons. And we are in that season where we must call people to into the end time narrative, learn about it. Whatever eschatology you hold, I would say, go after it. Get into the Word. See what God says about it. But I can tell you, all of these things—our individual call as watchmen, our community base, and our understanding of the end time narrative—are all seed in the indivi- in the watchman mantle, and that separates us, not separates us, but it identifies us beyond intercession. Intercession oh. is really more of an individual call. It's an important part, but I can tell you there are two things that I think identify a watchman in this hour. One is their their call to community. They realize they cannot be the lone ranger out there. And I, over the years of working in the prayer movement, I've often heard it said, oh, I'll do it if God, the Lord tells me to. The watchmen have to go beyond that. I have to admit, we have to go beyond that and say, what can I do to build? What can I do to engage with this? What can I do to pray for you? How can we relate on a greater level? In fact, we had meetings all day yesterday saying, how can we relate to you? How can we collaborate with you? There's a new language that's coming out in building this wall that goes beyond us. When we were at Heron Hood last year, Dean Briggs was with us and he turned to us and, and he said something about looking for your direction. And I looked out on the audience and I said, a few years ago, I was looking at a bunch of cats going every which way. But this year I see a bunch of lions. (laughs) It's a scary audience. But when I look out at you, I don't see a bunch of cats. I see cats turning to lions. And we all, lions work together. Cats go off in their own directions. That's the big difference between Watchmen and Intercession. It's it's a long, it's a spectrum. But I'm calling, Isaiah, wait a second. Isaiah 62 is very big in the Watchman Call, and um, the Relentless Watchman of Isaiah 62. And we've been doing different initiatives. And during the Esther Initiative, just a week or so ago, Mike Bickle came out with a global call to Isaiah 62. And I went, oh, praise the Lord. And all these millions of people that they have wanting to get up into the Isaiah 62 paradigm and I'm looking at myself because we're very community oriented. And I said, Lord, what part do you have for us to play? Because I can't relate to millions and thousands even, but I can relate to the watchman. And, and he really spoke clearly and he said, I want you to call the watchmen to their posts. And we are going to Israel now in a few weeks. And that's the message I'm going to be bringing. We have got to be engaged with Israel at a new level. This is a massive door that God has opened. Why? Because we're not going in there with our agenda to do our meeting. We've been invited in to Mount Carmel, and we're going to release the sound of the Watchmen and calling the Israeli Watchmen to their post. We've got a little foundation with us here on the Global Watch. A beginning of a foundation. We're still a babe, <laughs> and but there's been enough grace on us to have this invitation open to Mount Coimel Spirit of Elijah Summit, where whatever nerve fiber I have, whatever fabric I can give, is going to be a, that call to raise up the Israeli watchman that we can connect with, relate to. Why? Because the end-time
1: narrative is unfolding. Amen. So I, let me just say, just put a period on the whole end time call. It is really important that Watchmen, that we have that perspective of the fact that we are in the end times. We're probably in a, in a birth pangs stage of that, but things are accelerating. And, and in order to make sense of all the chaos and all the changes and all the things that are happening worldwide, we have to be have an understanding and delve into what's what happens in the end times and what we can expect. We can't know everything, but we can know the general direction of where God is taking us and why he's taking us in that direction. And as things become more chaotic, it's going to be really important that we have a grounding in scripture, that we have a grounding in our relationship, our personal relationship with God and our relationship with each other, and that we understand the end times. So that's why we're, we have these three focuses: the individual call, the corporate call, and the end time call. Susan, I'm aware of the time; we've only got 20 minutes left for this call. I don't know if you want to, if you have some comments that you want to, final comments that you want to make here. We can then open it up for comments and questions. I don't have any more. Um, okay, okay. I, do some of the the leaders who are on the call? Do you have something? Is there something that we missed or something that you want to emphasize? that, that uh, just a brief point about what the Global Watch is and where we're going. So that would be Shirley, Allison, Jenny, Uli.
2: Colin. Molly. Can I can... just
4: share that? Oh, sorry, Jenny, you go. I... Okay, thanks, Alison. Just that one of the rich things but being on the watch is that all of us are on our own set local watches whether it's those of us in australia or whether on the african watch or whatever the watch is but the fact that most of the watches that we can't be on and particularly because of the different time zones that some watches are on when it's 3 a.m australian time and so unless we're going to get up consistently and be on those watches It's such a blessing that these watches are posted on YouTube so that we not only are hearing from the watchmen in our own neck of the woods, as it were, but we're able later on to go and watch any of them that the Lord puts on our heart. And this is giving us a much bigger picture of the whole global scene and, and the heartbeat of the UK watch or the African watch or the US watch or whatever it is. You pick up the heartbeat of these different watches. And I personally have found that very enriching in my life. And I love to, I've never, for instance, do the ironing without having a watch on. I'm catching up with watches. And, and so that's just another aspect of it all that, I think my own faith is growing and as God is stretching and extending me as I'm seeing the global picture much more clearly. And the other thing is the Monday, in Australia it's Monday, the journey where we're studying a book, different we've studied different books and this has been an enormous learning experience as we together have uh, done these Bible studies out of these authors that have recently written so there's so much that the Lord is blessing us with as being part of this global family.
1: Yeah, amen. amen. Thank you, Jenny. That's so good. Alison, go ahead and unmute yourself and, and share and then we'll go to...
0: Jenny really covered it, but I would just love to say it's all too good to miss, really. And as Jenny said there's not a lot that we need to miss because it is recorded. Yeah, and now it's a fabulous, wonderful, amazing, awesome family to be part of. Thumbs up
1: from me. <laughs> Thank you, Alison. Uli, go ahead.
3: Yes, I also value that many of the sessions are recorded, but also I. Want you to really pray about to where you find your spot on the walls to cover. Not no one of us is able to follow through every single watch, not even in recording, and that's not the purpose of it. Sue once talked about a wheel within the wheel and the color, the column full of eyes, as in the vision of Ezekiel. And this is really what the global watch is about. It is, it is a network to strengthen you in pursuing your individual and your corporate call, and then giving you the fuller picture of how your spot on the wall fits to the broader, let's say, end time narrative or God's calling in this hour to the wider body of Christ. And and we, all of us can relate personally to a limited number of people. Jesus limited his number of disciples to 12. And so let's, I bless you even with this, to be sensitive and obedient to hear what to commit to and also to have the freedom what to leave out. You don't have to be on every single global watch thread to keep up with the events going. Amen. Um, Amen. And for many of us who are in multiple watches and multiple threads, this is even a big trap to get so consumed with all the information that is out there. So rather reduce that time that you watch the recordings and re- read through all the long threads and prioritize your own time with the Lord where you, where you are listening because then you will be much a much sharper arrow in what you have to contribute to the watch but but we see that as those individual watches are being established which are both watches on the national level like for instance the german the korean the usa watch or others or those who relate to specific areas that we want to see God's kingdom come like the tech watch or healthcare watch, or we are praying for a military watch to be established. So there is fields across the nation's specific areas of, yeah, where we want to see breakthrough and depending on your own background and the, and the calling that God has on your heart you find your own space in in that and if is if there's anything on your heart that happens in your local or community or even organizational area that you want the global watch to be involved for instance a prayer call or an announcement about an event you then speak to your leader of your watch or the global watch leaders in which way you can bring this to the table, but for us to not be a herd of cats that go into all different directions, it is important to have these channels to, channels to have yeah to have one direction.
2: Amen. Amen. Thank you, Uli. I'm wondering if there's those of you yeah, who are new, you know, if there's any
1: questions. We, yes, but we, there's a couple things that we, other things that we need to just say before we get, go into that. One is that what's not perhaps totally obvious, but needs to be said is that there, since 2021, we have been, we have different watches and different calls, but then there's an international call that, that occurs morning and evening, Jerusalem time, 6 a.m. and 6 p.m., 6 p.m. and excuse me, and 3 p.m. Jerusalem time. That, is, that happens 10 times a week. And during those calls, we hear from different nations and we hear from different groups. And then there's, and one of those calls is a, the journey group, which is a really, really basically a discipleship group. And then another one of the calls is Shabbat that starts the, occurs right before or right at the start of Shabbat in Israel. And, and so we would encourage you to be, nobody can be on all 10 calls a week. But we would encourage you to be on at least one or two of those calls to get a feel for what the watch is about, and that is the that's the one opportunity through Zoom where the whole international community can get together, and uh, so it's very important.
2: That that brings up a good point, Fred, because what we are trying to do is to redig the morning and the evening expression of the that. Is the rhythm. It's a rhythm of heaven <laughs> that is throughout the scriptures. The morning and evening sacrifice was never, Jesus never said to dissolve it. We are redigging that well of morning and evening. There's plenty of 24 sevens going on out there. There's no reason there's we don't want to interfere with anybody other's vision, mission, or whatever, but actually strengthen it. And it actually anybody who's in any kind of ministry whatsoever if they take on the role of the watchman it should strengthen it will provide the protection the provision that god wants to provide in fact the role of the watchman biblically shows up when the time of the harvest or when god wants to change the government yeah so we are in that globally
1: so we've just been giving you a ton of information Um, and, but here's what what you might be asking. What's the, what should I do now? What's the first thing that I should do? My recommendation would be that you get on, that you find out about the, about the calls, the 10 calls a week and get on one or two of them, get on different, some different ones. And you'll get a feel for what the watch is all about. You'll get a feel for the community and then you can build, things can build from there. I just wanted to show people a couple of resources that
2: are available to them. Let me share my screen here. First is the website and I want to show a couple of things. If you scroll down, this is our journey to Israel. Until Summit is coming up in Harenhood, I invite everybody on this call to be there. It's going to be an amazing call. Our time together, I believe, it's going to be focused on the persecuted church. We're going to have the Iran church there and Turkey. Andrew Brunson is going to be there to speak about his time in prison. There's going to be an Israeli rep- representation there. It should be interesting having Israelis and Iranians together. There's an app you can get through through Google or through Apple, the Global Watch app. The Journey Group is our, is our Discipleship Prophetic Insights. And it's, these are resources. This is the most recent book I just put out. Remnant Rising, it goes into the three calls of the watchman, including the end time call. Unleashed is this book that I based off of Barna's study when he found that only two percent of the American church are involved in corporate prayer. Guys, that's a pretty serious issue, I think. And I would encourage people to use this as a baseline study for getting involved with the watch. And then this one is a step off of some of what we've said today. But also here, if you want to know what the schedule is for the calls right here on the schedule, and it gives the morning and evening what we're doing, and then in here usually is the, it's trying to pull it up, the calendar for the watches.
1: And this is all?
2: That's on the app
1: too. But it's all on the website? Yep. Correct? Okay. All right. We're getting towards the end. Do you want to take a couple of questions?
2: Yeah, we just by way of introduction, for those who are new here, we are heading into the Israel Watch at the top of the hour. So we're going to start switching over here. I don't know if Karen Davis is on yet, but we do have time for a question or two if we keep the answer short. We're not lions that are going to eat you.
5: (laughs) Okay. Hi see so I'd actually just if it's okay before the questions just to make a, a very short comment every single one of us has an opinion every single one of us has got sources that are coming in from different avenues different lenses different filters the global watch app is not a place to dump i say this with absolute love and respect it's not a place to dump it's not a place to sound the fire alarm and bring panic if you are reporting anything of news, we are asking that you, with it, you bring two scriptures and no, two prayer points, and it's got to be based on scripture. We're getting to a size and we're growing that if everybody just randomly just puts their stuff out there, it can become overwhelming. And many are, many are on different signal groups under the global watch. And a lot of the stuff is repeated and it just can become quite overwhelming. So we're asking you to use wisdom. There is a training. Let me just get it out here very quickly. I'll put it on the list. There is a short training video called Watchman 101 that the Global Watch did recently explaining why it is important. So I'm going to put that in chat, I'll be done in two seconds. I don't know who's in the background there. There we go. So basically, what we're saying is that you add two prayer points in a scripture if you're bringing information. If not, it's best not to post it. And we w- what is the global watch? It is about being a watchman, it's about being praying, not just watching and warning, it's watching and giving pray points, giving scripture. Okay, so Sue was saying recently it's about having revelation not just knowledge.
1: Amen. Amen. I, you know what, Sue? I think we're due to the time factor and that there's another watch coming on. We're not really going to have time for questions right now. Where do people, when people have questions, where do they direct them?
2: Info at the theglobalwatch.com is our email. That's the best way. I want to also say and follow up with what you just said, Shirley, is that we do use Signal as our messaging system, texting message system. Why? Because it's, I think it's the most secure platform out there. Now, let's understand this. We're not going to fall into fear over technology. I'm just feeling like I, I don't want to hear fear-based comments about technology. Because God wants to use it. And I'm at the point in my own spiritual life that if they see something I wrote because it's spiritual, so be it. <laughs> so be it. So I, we are going to be having a special Zoom session with actually one of our tech leaders who works for Zoom. She's graciously coming on board tomorrow to give us a technology session at 3 p.m. Jerusalem time. We are using Jerusalem time as our base just because it's just clear. <laughs> so you can convert it to your time, time frame. I would encourage anybody who struggles with the, with technology to be on that call. She's a fabulous person, and uh, she's obviously a voice for Christ in that technology industry. We do have a tech watch that we're working with that with a bunch of young people who are smart and know how to manage tech. So anyway, be a part of that training session.
1: So if you, so we need to end the call. We're going to, we're transitioning to the Israel call, which is one of the 10 calls per week that we have on our international call. Israel Watch, if you want to, if you want to stay on, you're welcome to. You don't have to. You certainly can, can get off. We're going to transition. Do you want to, Allison, do you want to just close off this session in prayer? And then we will switch to Karen. Father
0: God, we give you thanks for each other. We thank you Lord for the tech that we're able to use for your kingdom purposes and we thank you Father God that we continue to overcome our fears of using the tech and uh, Lord you're making us stronger, sharper, more bold, courageous in everything that you call us to do and we just declare together that we are a family that wants to love and support each other and step up to the plate when it's required father no holding back so we just give you thanks for this session for each other for our amazing leaders we bless Fred and Sue and um, we just thank you lord that you are taking us from strength to
4: strength and glory to glory and we give you all the thanks in Jesus wonderful name amen